This show is broadcasting live from the Podcast Detroit studios in Royal Oak, Michigan. For more information about this show or our network, please visit www.podcastdetroit.com. The Imagine Theater's first ever video game night takes place on November 16th at the Imagine Theater in Royal Oak. Hosted by Activate's own Bailey Ray, you can play against friends and enemies in the newest sports games on the hottest systems. Get your hands on the latest in virtual reality or enjoy retro living rooms with the systems to match. Drink and food specials including an all-you-can-eat taco and nacho bar as well as door prizes and giveaways all night. Space is limited, so go to ActivateGaming.com Imagine to reserve your spot today. That's A-C-T-I-V, the number 8, Gaming.com Imagine. This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and I've been asked to make the following announcement. With a combined weight of over 1,000 pounds, broadcasting live from Royal Oak, Michigan, this is the Top Rope Review. Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated match in the history of professional wrestling. Let's get back to ringside. I cannot believe Hogan would scoop that ball. The flying elbow. Punch the leg. It's over. We have a new champion. Wrestling fans, are you ready? WrestleMania 3 at the Silver Dome in Pontiac, Michigan. You know that I'm the cream with the crack. Welcome to episode 57, I was waiting for you to click, of the Top Rope Review, Detroit's number one source for uh, pro wrestling, and then the official podcast home of Michigan's longest-running independent wrestling promotion, XICW. We are a proud part of the Podcast Detroit Network and the Point of Interest Podcast Network, and we are broadcasting live from Podcast Detroit Studios in Royal Oak, Michigan. Yay. I'm your favorite podcast host. Disagree. I'm Sophie Simmons, favorite <laughs> podcast host, Josh Ram, and I'm joined in studio as always by the world's number one podcast host of all time, Wookie Will. If you're not going to say something like clever, <laughs> just don't do it. You know. <laughs> I like to say whatever I know will make you the most yeah. mad. <laughs> I am your favorite fo- podcast host. Who wasn't here last week? Oh, I thought you were going to say like Kiss's Cameron? favorite podcast host. <laughs> Mike's back from the Kiss Cruise. Look yeah. at how him. was it? It was great. Uh, I just like well, ran around. We can all talk week. about it after the break. We yeah. have uh, important yes. things to get to. Will, jeez. And last but not least, Tab the Tour of LA. All right, Mike. What are we drinking today? Harvest Ale from from Falling Down Beer Company. You can just do the whole promo. It's I, I didn't. Know it's I was it's delicious. Go for it. You can do it. Go, I believe do you. it. Do it. I don't know it. All right, go to the Falling Down Beer Company. Where's the beer? No, you got to say where it's at. Oh, I don't know where it's at. Are you nervous because of our guests? <laughs> yeah. I think you are. Go to Falling Down Beer Company <laughs> in Warren, Michigan. That's where it's Warren. Uh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> tell them Podcast Detroit sent you and that you'll get a dollar off your first beer. Um, and let me know if they're still serving the Zen Panda. My birthday's coming up. I'm trying to think about when I go grab some. You can tweet some. him at, uh, at Wookie Will. There you go. Let him know. 
Will, uh, that's a really awesome hat you have on today. Keeps my head warm. You're supposed to compliment my shirt. Oh, yeah, it's a beautiful shirt you have. I have that shirt. <coughs> yeah, we all. Hey, me too. Yes, we are. So you want to tell tell the listeners about your hat and my shirt and all of so our So we are wearing uh, a pill from Scarlet That's apparel for those that yes. don't speak Will. <laughs> from ScarletEngraves.com. Uh, Go to their website. Use the promo code TOPROPE10 and save 10% off. Uh, they are a great company. They keep us looking pretty sharp. You can be as cool as us. Do so it. not very cool, but do it anyway. Go to the <laughs> scarletandgraves.com and use our promo code TOPROPE10. It feels a little delicious in here today. Slightly, yes. That's actually, now that I said that, it sounds really weird, and I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, it worked last time you did that. Did I, did I say that last you time? You didn't say that with him, but some, last time somebody else was in studio. Oh, it was probably so a different how many word. men do you say it's yeah. better delicious? <laughs> Besides you, the baby. one and only. Just That's you. what I thought. You could say it's uh, very Johnny in here. Nope, that sounds <laughs> weird. I wouldn't say that. Uh, oh, you know, it was Mavado. I said it feels mysterious in the studio. Too. Yeah, that's what it was. That makes a lot more sense, though. Yeah. So we are joined in studio for his second episode uh, by Johnny Delicious. But not only Johnny Delicious is here; he's here with his client. I'm not sure. I don't. Fine, I'm, fine, I'm fine, a little afraid right. of you guys, so I don't fine, know what words right. to use. Um, so I've, this is how it's done. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your favorite XICW manager and your favorite XICW competitor. I am Johnny Delicious, and I present Dre Jacobs. See, it's a little, a little bit easier. A little bit easier? Yeah, that was good. Was that a dramatic pause? Yeah, pause for effect. That's weird. Insert, insert applause. Yeah. I know all my fans will be applauding me tonight. <laughs> tonight, especially as we uh, destroy the Monroe's. After a long night of partying last night, but we're going to be gone. We went out celebrating last night, so we're a little bit tired. You know, we already know we're going to win. We uh, we had to go get Kong, get him from the jungle. You know, but on the way out there, those Aborigines, man, let me tell you, they love to party. Love to party, man. You guys must have just like literally like the helicopter dropped you off at the studio. Then yeah, yeah. You guys don't have a helipad. I don't know what studio I'm in for, but we had to park in the street. (laughs) Yeah, we had to go all the way down the road, and then we had to have an ambulance drive us here just because you know. (laughs) A little dehydrated, so we had them hook us up. Nice. Well, so what are uh, so you're you're celebrating in advance of your match tonight? Is that did I, I get mean, that we're right? All, we're always celebrating. I mean, it's Dre Jacobs. Yeah. Yes, he was the runner up of wrestling with the vet, but it's Dre Jacobs. This is the youngest, hottest, toughest, most badass man that is on the XICW roster right now. I mean, how can you blame him? We just beat the hell out of one half of the handicap heroes, Gregory Iron, last week, mind you. After your little love boy, Joe Coleman, decided not to show. He was scared. And I know that you guys are big fans of Joe Coleman. Slightly. Yeah. We are. We're, yeah. we're Coleman Marks. I see none, of you, I, I see none, of, you, none of you work out with him, but I also see that you guys are big fans of him. I mean, Josh wants to eventually be uh, Joe's uh, lap boy. I'm be a lap boy. That's my, that's my goal. That's my gym goal. Make it work. If that's what you want. But yeah, we were out celebrating that big victory. Now we're out celebrating after we're going to whoop the ass of the Monroes. The heart and soul of XICW tonight, Dre Jacobs and Congo Kong. Need I say more? You have a half-wit that weighs less than Dre's leg in MM3. True story. Then you have this old mailman who (laughs) does nothing but light his elbow on fire and hurt himself more than anybody else in DBA. He's old. He's done. This is where it's at. This is the future. This is Dre Jacobs. You guys are sitting here 
some of you might not know this, but you guys are sitting here with the fastest rising prodigy in XICW. You know, in six months, I have taken over Proving Ground. Six months. Nobody has left an impact like I have. Did you guys know who Dre Jacobs was before I brought him to Proving Ground? No. 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 <laughs> well, no, and I mean, that, that is exactly why I, you know, I got into tense negotiations with you to bring you guys on because we wanted to, uh, you know, obviously you've already made a name for yourself, but you're still on the rise. And we wanted to get you in studio, you know, kind of to be hipsters about it and say, you know, we were there before he won his first Midwest championship. We, we or, wanted to lock you, you down know. before the appearance fees got too high. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> For the hype. By the way, I'm still waiting on that check to pass. <laughs> yeah, keep waiting. <laughs> Will wrote it. So I, I, put it no the, I put it in the mail. It's, yeah, it's in the <laughs> yeah, mail. It's the mail. Don't worry. You'll get it uh, soon. E-check or something. Yeah. <laughs> it was a Bitcoin, guys. That's a data reference. <laughs> they still do that? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Not important. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about right now. Just pay me so yeah, we can get yeah, this over with, please. Exactly. <laughs> so you, so just to, I, I, obviously we know what's going on, but just what, what so your match, it's you and Kong tonight against uh, the Monroes. Is there, are there are the tag titles on the line? Um, any other details for? They wouldn't the, put them on the line. <laughs> for I mean, rightfully so. Rightfully yeah. so. They didn't put them, they're not putting the titles on the line. Why, why would they? They know that the Proving Ground champion, Congo Kong, and the next champion, whatever title we decide to go after, Dre Jacobs, they know they're going to get their asses whooped. They would be looking at nothing but the ceiling at the Ritz and have the little blue tarp water dripping down on their <laughs> yeah, face. That's not good. So you think they're scared to put the titles on the line because they know you're going to get them? Uh, would you want to step in the ring with Dre Jacobs and Kong? I don't. Kong? I'm afraid being in the room with him. Yeah. You're like, bigger than MM3. I, I'm and like you're away. scared. To, so think about that. I'm just asking if they're scared or not. You do. do you think they're scared? Are the titles online? They're not. So they got to be, right? They have to be scared. They have to be scared. And A.T. Huck is scared. A.T. Huck wouldn't even allow those to be put on the line. J.D. Marshall? J.D. Marshall wouldn't even allow him to be put on the line. But, I mean, what's in it for us, Dre? What do we get out of this? Uh, I mean, we get to kick some ass. Yeah. And you know what? That's all that matters. MM3 gets a title shot again against Kong. What happened to him last month? He got his ass whooped. It's, got yeah, his ass it's, whooped by Congo Kong. But if he wins, they get a title shot again? How is that fair? What do we get out of it? Come on, DBA and MM3. I know you guys are listening. Put the titles on the line. You, I mean, you guys definitely do have the size advantage going <laughs> yeah. in the night by far. Like, I'm just like, what can they do to you guys? Uh, pray. <laughs> they can beg for mercy. They can lose, which they are going to lose. I feel like tonight's match is going to be what happens when a third grader takes on a fifth grader. It's going to look like Will in front of a pizza. Oh, no say a chance. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so i'm wondering uh then i feel like this is your this would be your chance then after you so you beat them and prove your point maybe you demand that title shot after you know after you've initial conquest see it's not about titles with us it's about one thing with dre and it's about showing that he is a wrecking ball and will destroy everybody that is put in front of him so, I mean, where do you go from here then? Wherever Dre wants to go. 
Dre, what do you want to do next? I just want to take over the world, man. Just take over the wrestling world. That's been my point since day one, is to take over XICW. It is mine now. It was mine once before, and it is mine now again. I have the two biggest, baddest men in XICW. Started with Proving Ground. We destroyed them. I have their title. Now we are working our way right back up XICW. First, it was MM3's little buddy, Joey Edwards. Yeah, well, it was Mavado first. Oh, yeah, well... Yeah. No one really cares about him. <laughs> and then it was Joey Friend Edwards. <laughs> and then it was... See, I don't even remember their names. Uh, yeah, exactly. Some and then last shoes. month... Oh, yeah, that, yeah. yeah. Then we have Joe Coleman. Oh, we didn't get Joe Coleman, did we? No. Where's Joe? Sad. Where was Joe? Hashtag where's Joe. Hashtag where's Joe. And then your guys' little lovely handicap hero who made his XICW debut, Gregory Iron. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be back after. Such a great, <laughs> after, such yeah. a great debut, debut, Gregory <laughs> yeah. Iron. Thanks for that. <clears throat> that match was a little rough to watch towards the end. You just kind of felt sorry for the guy. <laughs> I felt sorry for Dre too. Why? I mean, <laughs> I was heartbroken. I really wanted to beat up Joe Coleman. See, we might have to get Joe on the show to get his reactions yeah. to all this. You want to lay a you want to lay a challenge down? <laughs> the challenge has already been laid out. It's been laid out for months. He never showed up. He didn't accept. I'm here. I was here last month. I was here last week. I was here. Where was Joe? He didn't show up because he fears me, just like everybody else on XCW should fear me. A lot of people have been not showing up at XICW lately. I hear there's a veteran that's been gone. I wonder if it's because, you know, they know who is supposed to be the best at wrestling in wrestling with XICW. They're all scared of us. All of them. Our fans are even scared of us. Did you guys see last month? Yeah, it's Yeah, yeah. Every chance, every chance the fans have to put their hands on us. And not a single one have taken that opportunity. They can yell, they can scream, and they can keep buying tickets is what they can keep doing. Most fan interactive, but none of them want to interact with us. Yeah, and I mean, there's a, there was a pretty heated uh, moment. I remember the fans were pretty upset when you uh, put your hands on the, the, uh, um, the raffle ticket, uh, girl Jenna, too. You, wanna, you guys want to talk about that? <laughs> what were they mad about? She slapped me. Well, it was self I feel like the, I've heard that the I, fans think you thought you had it coming for all the stuff that you had no, said to her no, before no, that. No, 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 no. No, no man deserves to be slapped in the face publicly in front of everybody. and Especially you know, by a woman. Yeah. Come on. You know, Johnny's my friend. You know, I came to his aid. That was self-defense. You know? You, I mean. My life was in danger. I, I didn't know what was going to happen. If it was I got, either a lawsuit or we handle it like men. You want to slap a man? You're going to get handled like a man. Equal rights. So there weren't any repercussions after that incident, like behind the scenes or anything like that. No, she still called me that night too, <laughs> <laughs> and I still got her the cab to get out afterwards. Just like a little cat, always licking their wounds, but they still want to go back to the one that hurts them. I don't even know where to go after that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you where to go. Tonight, you're going to want to come to Proving Ground at the Ritz Bar because you're going to want to see the main event. You're going to want to see Dre Jacobs. You're going to want to see Congo Kong, the champion of Proving Ground, defeat the 
XICW Tag Team Champions who won't put the belts on the line. The DBA and the MM3, the Monroes. Yeah, bell time at 5.30 tonight? Bell time's 5.30, which, I mean, soon enough we got to get out of here so we can go prepare to celebrate a little bit more. But, yeah, I mean, the Monroes, they, they've been doing all this. And you know where? You know what, Dre? I've decided where we're going. Dre, we're going to Kobo. We're going to go right. all the way to Kobo. You know, there's some guys around saying that Kobo's not going to happen, that they're going to do everything in their powers for Kobo not to happen. Uh, three guys that wear clown masks, which is exactly what they are, a bunch of clowns, but... Dre and I are going to Kobo. We're going to make sure Kobo happens. You know why, Dre? Because wrestling's not going to be the same after Kobo Hall. October 7, 2017, everybody in the world will know who Dre Jacobs is. Fact. Be your coronation. <laughs> Joe Coleman probably won't be there, though. <laughs> He'll probably still be in his coma. <laughs> his coma. If he decides to show up to face me, that is. Okay. Yeah. It's hurting my it's hurting my feelings a little bit. <laughs> Joe Coleman Mark over here. Uh, it should. Mm. It should. It very well should. Now, as as a former uh you are a former weapon flex uh trainee, have you uh see really really of, quick, really quick, I noticed I w- in the dead center of all that, I was like, Yeah, so I'm gonna use Joe Coleman like he should be the rag doll that he is. And I'm gonna get that benefit. That was all a distraction. It was all a distraction for me to beat Rhino. That was all that it was. Joel Coleman was in there just to take his eyes off, and I just went straight for Rhino, and I took Rhino out. Do you think Joel Coleman, your allegiance with Joel that's another, Coleman? That's another person that's left XICW since we've become friends. Rhino's gone now. Rhino went. He, he went away. Yeah, what's he doing What's now? he doing now? Don't remember. Can't remember. Nothing that important, probably. Probably no, not. No. <laughs> no. Sounds like he's trying to avoid Dre Jacobs. It sounds like he's trying to avoid Johnny Delicious again. That's what I think it is. That would explain it. Maybe we can get a Johnny Delicious uh, Rhino rematch at Kobo. See, that would be beautiful. But unfortunately, due to my contract, as you guys know, with Mr. DC Howe last time I was here, that I am no longer allowed to step in the ring, and I am not allowed to hold titles. I'm not allowed to wrestle anymore, just because everybody knows I'm going to win. But by the contract, I have to abide. I cannot professionally wrestle anymore. So instead, I'm just going to find the biggest, baddest guys out there to beat the shit out of everybody I want because that's what we do. So speaking of of Kobo coming up next year, the guys that you manage, where they be wrestling the show as challengers or defenders of titles? Well, if somebody would put the titles on the line, they'd probably be champions. (laughs) But unfortunately, no one wants to put their titles on the lines. So they will be there to destroy the hopes and dreams of anybody that wants to be a part of Cobo Hall. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Dre, if you want to be a champion, we'll make that happen. I told you I'd make it happen. Whatever you want, I will make it happen, Dre. Oh, yeah. You tell me what you want, I will make that happen. Hmm. Go ahead. You know, I might even, you know, just, just for the hell of it, we might have Congo Kong Beat up, I don't know, Sabu. Sabu was announced, right? Maybe Congo Kong will beat up Sabu. Maybe Dre Jacobs will beat up Sabu. Canadian destroy him right through a table. I know Sabu loves those tables. If he can even walk to the ring. (laughs) Doesn't really matter. Whatever happens at Kobo, the two people that will be standing victorious will be Dre Jacobs and Congo Kong. (laughs) 
I'm just, I'm just yeah. kind of, I'm just kind I'm of in awe right now. I'm like, to it's it. so much, uh, the potential and possibilities of what the Kobo matches will be is just breathtaking. Could be. It's Kobo. It's, it's one of the greatest things that have ever happened in Detroit. No one's ran there in 37 plus years, and now XICW is going to run there. It's just another one of the Monroe's dreams that I get to shatter. <laughs> We're not even shattering it. You're like twisting it to your own. You're taking your their liking. dream and making it your version. So it's like it still exists. But I feel like like you taking over something that they love is worse than. So like you're talking about like the purge doesn't want it to happen. Right. But so you're like I feel like taking it and making it your own is even worse than for them than like just destroying it outright. It's their dream, but you're going to make it their nightmare. It's their Put dream, and I'm going to make it their <laughs> success. Look at XICW. It ran in a shithole bar for six or for how many years? Twelve years before Several. I came along. Twelve years, this shithole bar, the Ritz. What did I do when I became the commissioner? Best in Detroit. Who did I bring in? There was Carlito. Uh, there was even that one time that I brought Matt Hardy in. Look at all the people that I brought in. TNA talent. WWE talent, former whatever, doesn't matter. Everything. I had guys jumping off cage. I brought the XICW steel cage back. There's no way that was ever going to fit in the Ritz. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, you can't. Probably not. Congo Kong barely fits in the Ritz. That man, that man is so massive. I brought that back. I'm just they started it, but I made it successful. I made them able to run for 16 years. I've been with this company for six years. It's almost XICW needs more, needs you more than you need XICW. Obviously. What happened when I left? Exactly. You guys can't even tell me what happened when I left. But while I'm there, we have announced Proving Ground. All these young, hot, new, up-and-comers like this man right here have made a name for themselves in XICW that quick. Congo Kong won a title. That was a Malcolm Monroe Jr. dream. All these new rookies tag with these vets of XICW. They learn. They become the best. Guess who destroyed it? You. Exactly. Kobo Hall. No one has ran in 37 years of professional wrestling in Kobo Hall. October 7th, 2017. We've signed Kobo Hall. We've signed, they've signed the contract. Who's going to be there standing strong? Dre Jacobs and Congo Kong. I feel like it's XSW takes over Cobo Hall, but Shiny Delicious takes over XSW. Which it very well should be. <laughs> you guys know you miss me. Everybody knows they miss me. Every yeah. time I come out there, all I hear is screams, screams, and screams, a few orgasms, but mostly screams. It was just a one-time, guys. Yeah, this is just it was, it was, <laughs> it was a one-time thing, guys. I don't know what was going on that night. <laughs> but every time we come out there, the fans keep coming back. They keep coming back, and they keep coming back. And who do they keep coming back for, Dre? Dre Jacobs and Johnny Delicious. Damn right. So how? I mean, we know that you were you guys are taking over Proving Grounds right now. But how did this took al- over? How did this alliance form? What did you see in him that made you think, this is the guy I need to have as my client? When was the last time you saw a 300-pound man do a Canadian destroyer? 
last week? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How could I not see anything in this man? The, he's a beast. And for him to pick Movado, the mysterious one, he wears a mask. He thinks he's an alien. And now all of a sudden, why was he in the, t- the final two? Why was he in the finals? Because of this kid right here. So you carried Movado through the wrestling absolutely, with a vet? Absolutely. I absolutely carried Movado through wrestling with a vet. Everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. And for all you guys know, I could have been the one that set Dre Jacobs there. And been like, kid, this is how you're going to do it. But you know what? I'm not going to toot my own horn on this one. I didn't do it. All right. But at the end, when I saw who he was going against, I went up to him. I made a promise, and I stuck my hand out. He grabbed my hand. We shook on it. We knew exactly what we had to do at that moment, and we did it. And now each and every one of them are lying on their backs, just like they will be tonight at the Ritz. Well, you've been you definitely been tearing it up, and obviously you made a good choice because, I mean, like you said, I I li- like literally like watching you wrestle. I think of like Bam Bam Bigelow. Like there there hasn't been someone. Like with of your stature, that's able to move in the ring and do the stuff that you do in a long time. I mean, you're it's it, you know what that's uh, that's exactly what I live for. You know, I, I'm tired of the same thing. You go to a wrestling show and you see the same thing. You see what uh, six foot two, two hundred and thirty pounds, pure cut muscle, six pack. Abs. Joe Coleman. Yeah. Well, you don't see him because he never shows. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> But um, you see all these these same looking guys, and they do the same exact thing. And there's no there's no unpredictability. There's no new in wrestling anymore. And I'm here to break that mold. You know, you talk about how I remind you of other wrestlers like Bam Bam Bigelow, but I should remind you of myself. It should be Dre Jacobs. When you think, hey, what other wrestler is like Dre Jacobs? It should be well, Dre Jacobs because there is nobody like me. You know. I am the definition. He's not out there doing cartwheels. No. <laughs> That's true. I am the definition of unpredictability. That's what I go by. And there is nobody out there like me, and there never will be again. Well said. Mike, you got anything? I'm Mike's still scared. Yeah, Mike's been trembling this whole time. He's like, don't at me this whole time. Don't <laughs> can Canadian destroyer me, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is a strong See, that, table. That's, that's the thing, too, with him. He's so unpredictable. I, I, I keep saying the Canadian Destroyer, but I'm pretty sure that's not even how he finished Gregory Iron. Nope. No, no. This, th- he's, a, he's a wrecking ball. He is a human wrecking ball. He can get you from anywhere at any time. And he will. And tonight, MM3 and DBA have no idea what's coming for him. You can't, you can't even study videotape of Dre Jacobs because you do not know what's going to happen. You don't know if he's going to fly over the top rope. You don't know if he's going to powerbomb you on the ring apron. You don't know if he's going to blow your lungs out from the front, the back. You don't know if he's going to deadlift you above his head. He can do it all. And there's also a lot that he hasn't done yet. And who knows? Maybe tonight we'll see what happens. I'm just worried about the audience at the Ritz. I mean, there's going to be a lot of uh, carnage happening tonight in the Ritz. Like, I can't. I, don't, I mean, I feel like the ring was going to have a hard time being able to hold up tonight. I just feel like the audience, front row people, better watch out. <laughs> oh, I'll use them. I'll throw them right at somebody. I don't care. I'll would be they, somebody. Would they down count as a uh, illegal weapon? 
Nah. <laughs> no. They paid their it's ticket. It's XICW. Does it really matter? They paid yeah. their ticket. Probably. Very true. Probably not. Very true. I'm sure on somewhere on the back of the ticket it says if anything comes at you, you cannot sue or anything. Things I think, fly. I think it. Yeah, I think it does. Mm-hmm. Actually, we might so. knock one of our fans' teeth out just like we happened at Wyandotte. Who knows what would happen? That's uh, that's literally yep. what I was thinking about. Uh. <laughs> well, uh, that we're pro- we're right up on the half an hour, guys, and I know you guys got to get out of here because you have mayhem too. So. Uh, tonight, any? I mean, obviously, I've, I I kind of feel like you've said it all, but I want to give you your last chance. Any final words before uh, you take off and head down to the Ritz? My only final word is tonight at the Ritz, Proving Ground, season two, episode three. That the heart and soul of XICW, the DBA and the MM3, even though their titles aren't on the line, doesn't really matter to us right now because we are going in to hurt somebody. Congo Kong and Trey Jacobs are the two biggest and baddest men. So in about two hours at the Ritz, in the main event, we will destroy them. And I'm going to be standing up there cheering happily, and then I'm going to go back and celebrate some more. Sounds good. Thanks for coming on, fellas. Good luck tonight. Luck isn't needed. <laughs> Hello, it's the hardcore legend Mick Foley, and you are listening to the Top Rope Review. Yeah! Fuck exactly, they forgot about Dre. The Imagine Theater's first ever video game night takes place on November 16th at the Imagine Theater in Royal Oak. Hosted by Activate's own Bailey Ray, you can play against friends and enemies in the newest sports games on the hottest systems. Get your hands on the latest in virtual reality or enjoy retro living rooms with the systems to match. Drink and food specials including an all-you-can-eat taco and nacho bar as well as door prizes and giveaways all night. Space is limited, so go to ActivateGaming.com slash Imagine to reserve your spot today. That's A-C-T-I-V, the number 8, Gaming.com slash Imagine. You're listening to the Top Rope Review Show. Hey, we're back. So the last song before uh, the break was over was uh, Forgot About Dre. But I don't think anyone's forgot is going to forget about Dre Jacobs. <laughs> That's true. I'm, I'm feeling a very uh, big kind of relief that they're out of the studio because it's kind of scary in here for a little while. He's a it was. scary dude. <laughs> very tense. Very tense. Yeah. Very, very tense. And I had to sit next to both of them. <laughs> Mike was <laughs> in the corner. Was, shield. Was Mike was in the corner crying Scooting as far back as I could. <laughs> it kind of reminded me of the time Will wet himself when uh, Caleb Stills was on the show. You guys remember that? First episode. First guest. <laughs> yeah. guest. Yeah, yeah we're real excited. Mm. Yeah. He was no. taking on uh, fa- Father Time. Father man. Time. Yeah. So speaking of Father Time, segue, um, the members of KISS are kind of old. And speaking of Kiss, uh, segue, uh, Mike just got back. We said we would talk about this after the break, so I figured I'd pick it up. Um, Mike, you just got back from your second two, one, two. I'm a petty officer. Kiss cruise. A petty officer on the Kiss cruise. How was it, man? It was great. Uh, got to see Kiss without makeup for the oh, first time. Oh, gross. Is Come it, on. They're, they're not, they're, they're not uh, ugly. They're it, was, ugly it was fun. It's fine. And then I got to see him do like a 1982 throwback set with costumes and stage show. And they played a couple songs they've never played before. So I was real excited about it. Like never played live? Like never played live. Cool. They've played, they played stuff so like that, So probably like Rock and Roll Night and Love Gun. They did like stuff those. off the solo albums. No, no, I'm, the songs. I'm not, I was saying like songs. I'm smack you. <laughs> Quote unquote songs they've never played live. <laughs> I went and saw, um, I think it was, 
was like 2006. I went and saw Yellow Card and Matchbook Romance. And Sorry. They, yeah. No, it was fun. What? And, uh, I like Yellow Card. And Yellow Card's lead singer was like, you guys want to hear a Yellow Card song no one's ever heard before? And then the crowd's like, yeah. And then they played Ocean Avenue. I was like, you <laughs> bastard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait a minute. This isn't right. No, it was cool. I got to see. I laughed so hard when you, I was like, oh, you haven't posted a picture with you and Kiss. And you're like, I got a picture with Paul. And the picture is him taking a picture over his shoulder of but my Paul. My mom took that picture. Uh, of Paul, like five, six people behind him. He's it's like my, it was He's like staring. you know what I'll give you this. He was closer to you than Ric Flair was to me in my Ric Flair. Yeah, because I didn't even know Ric Flair was in that picture. Well, that's why I circled him and put an arrow. <laughs> yeah, see, I didn't have to do that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, I I had seen that photo before yeah. you told me about it. But I was just, no, that's the only one I got right now. Yeah, uh, they got like professionally done ones. I'm excited to see your kiss photos. We'll have to. Will you give us permission to post one on the um, Top Rope Review Facebook page? Sure. For all of your fans? Sure. I'm sure Tim Cole would love to see your picture with Kiss and makeup. Uh, I'm pretty sure me and Tim Cole have had some words about uh, Kiss. I'm aware. <laughs> Ooh, do tell. I want the deets. You can I think go you back were in that group message, man. Yeah, he was probably just like saying something. It was on the, It was when I did that like greatest, like greatest bands of our generation post on my Facebook, and all, everyone was like, I'm going to say a band that's not from our generation. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, oh yeah, was, I remember that. that you stupid idiot. Yeah, you rolled so fast. <laughs> good so, times, good times. Like the first couple were just nonsense. Someone would be like, the Beatles. And I'm like, no. <laughs> Are you sure no. the Beatles? <laughs> I'm pretty sure the Beatles is the greatest band of any generation. No. Oh God. <laughs> they we weren't go. together in my when I was born. So they're not like. So anyway, that's cool. Um. Mike is wearing his Eddie Guerrero memorial shirt. Um, it's the is it today the anniversary of today is the anniversary. of his death. Yes, yes. So I think we we want we in an effort to memorialize one of the best wrestlers of all time. Um, we were just kind of kind of share some thoughts about uh, Eddie, some you know stuff favorite favorite stuff about Eddie. One of my biggest memories about Eddie is WrestleMania 20 when he won the Undisputed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is weird because I was that I think that was my last pay-per-view or last WrestleMania I watched before I kind of stopped watching wrestling. But I remember when Eddie won cuz he's I've always been a big fan of Eddie and I just remember I don't know how old I would have been, but I was just real excited. And felt good. And I was like, Eddie, he did it. Like, I didn't, I didn't know if he was ever going to be able to do that. Yeah. He was always, I mean, his run, he had a good run in WWE, but if you think about it, his run as like on top wasn't that long. No, I mean, I think he was just starting to hit it yeah. you know, before he died, honestly. Well, I'm I like, think he could have gone farther and farther. He'd probably still be wrestling. I think oh, he's, 100%. I think he's one of the guys that helped kind of that smaller statue guys yeah. become the top stars in WWE. You know what I mean? No, totally. It's, it's His group of guys so of, much. Yeah, him and Jericho and Benoit and, um, and Even Dean, Ray. Dean Malenko and yeah. Ray, Ray Mysterio. Yeah. In there. I You know, I loved his work with China. Like, people kind of forget about it, but... People do forget I thought, about So that's that. literally what I was going to bring up. I was like, that was... Um, that was one of the things I remember real hard. Well, and he I mean, also, he kind of helped make John Cena. He had a pretty good feud for Cena 
back when Cena was doing the the, the rap gimmick. Him and it was him and uh, Eddie and Travo were a tag at that time. Yeah, they were Latino Heat. They and, were Los Guerreros, yeah. but yeah, yeah. yeah. Latino yeah. Heat with the song. Yeah, yeah. It was the song. <laughs> um, but yeah, they featured with Cena for a while. Like it was, I think he's one of the guys who helped get Cena over. And look where that guy did with his career. I mean, I'm, he definitely <laughs> helped. He, I yeah. don't know if he specifically, but he definitely was a step ladder in the ladder to Cena's success. Yeah, I yeah, and I that right. Yeah, and I um, I think uh, I I also remember, and it always kind of cracks me up when the, you hear the story about it. Was when he feuded with JBL, and they were doing like the whole like border. Like racist Texas border Mexican like gimmick thing and and you think uh, you think oh man it's like, like kind of terrible that they did that because it's like such a real life issue especially now well I mean but this is even before and uh, and then you find out like that whole like thing that they did was Eddie's idea not not yeah. you know Bradshaw's which is like that's that's because cool, then he knows it would work real, yeah, he knew it would thing. get I mean, he like yeah he was he had a mind. That was great, and he was gone. I think way too soon. Yeah, I mean, he's he's really a guy that um, if you don't have him on your top ten all time list, you're probably doing something wrong. You probably never seen his match. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah such a good wrestler. Such he's like so, like he's he's probably one of the best all arounds that's ever been. Like someone who's a good a great worker good on the mic you know good doing characters and stuff like i think um there aren't a whole lot very many that are in this even the same conversation yeah. with him as far as that's concerned and i wish wwe would have kind of appreciated him a little more like the sasha stuff helps because they kind of mention yeah but i think he well he i could, think he could be recognized for her like yeah. the rest of her life i think he could be it. recognized even more than even wwe no i no i think so too puts out there and I think before even the Sasha stuff, he he um, wasn't even recognized as like as anywhere near what he is now. Yeah. She so she's well, kind of that she's brought keeping that, the lineage uh, of him alive. Yeah. Can you imagine that whole like scenario that they talk about with her, where she came to the event and like right the first event, like right after he died and didn't know. Yeah, I, that that story is really insane. Yeah. Like, just so, I mean, it's just like, I mean, just anyone, you can't remember some of the things that, that happens, you guys. Like, um, I mean, this is a little bit topic, but I'm a huge John Candy fan. And I was, I used to watch his cartoon show, Camp Candy. And like, it was like two years after he died. And then my mom told me like, you know, he passed away. <laughs> I was I was younger, but Earth still. to Will. <laughs> I was younger, but still, I was like just heartbroken then to go show up to see your favorite wrestler in the crowd, and you realize that she that he had passed away. So I have a some kind of funny John Candy death story. That sounds weird, but <laughs> okay, come so, on. You know how little kids don't really understand everything that's going on. Yeah, and I remember hearing on the news that he died. I I don't remember how old I was, but I know I was in elementary school, and it just so happened that it coincided with that like. For whatever reason, I don't know if it was like Veterans Day or something, or if um, somewhat like a local troop had died or something, but or a police officer or something. But the flag at my high, at my elementary school <laughs> was at half mass, and I remember asking my mom as a little kid if it was because John Candy died. 
Yeah, Ameri- so, John Candy, American hero, you know. So John Candy died in 1994. Yeah, so yeah. I would have been I was nine. a little guy. I was yeah. two years old. Yeah, so I was probably... Nine? No, I, mean, I was probably 10 or 11 when my mom was like, oh. he actually passed away because I was still watching Camp Candy in syndication. This guy. Come on. Is that where you're scrolling over there, looking up how old you are? Yeah. No, I was looking at uh, John Candy's... Uh, this isn't technology. a John Candy podcast. It should be. <laughs> no, no, it shouldn't. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, so, if you guys had to think of a match, can you guys think of your favorite Eddie Guerrero match? Or oh, you know someone else that Eddie kind of helped make? Rey Mysterio. Like... Like you know, like I mean, they've been carrying yeah. each other. I think since yeah, but a lot. Well, ECW, I mean, even probably even before ECW. No, yeah, ECW, but no, in ECW for a hot second. Yeah, but yeah. a lot of people will talk about how they think one of the reasons Mysterio finally got because again, Mysterio breaks the mold of what WB views as your champion. I think maybe in WWE. No, I I think Ray. There, had there's a, a there's a connotation. No, he no, he didn't he didn't have no, there's a, there's a, there, a lot of people think that it was. Kind of partially because of Eddie's passing that they oh, that yes. they helped yeah, give yeah. Mysterio that match. Not to say that Mysterio didn't deserve the belt or anything. You know no, I mean? he totally did. So, but Mysterio, it was just one of those things. Mysterio he helped. was one of my favorite wrestlers for very uh, so long. Me too. Like whenever I played um, WCW versus NWO for '64, I always played as Mysterio. You know, we were talking about before the sh- we went on air about Gibraltar Trade Center and um, the. Wrestling, like the booths, the, rest, yeah, the wrestling stuff. And one of the things I saw on the wall was a maskless, like LWO, um, Rey Mysterio action figure from WCW. I was like, oh, weird. That's weird. And it was right next to like a regular Rey Mysterio action figure. Oh, that's figure. real weird. Yeah. I, when I was in Cosmel, they had so many Rey Mysterio masks. And yeah, like it's every pretty, booth. It's pretty iconic. Plus you uh, think about like Oh well, yeah. Well I went up to the to the one of the guys and I was like, I'd like uh I, I want a luchador mask. And he's like, I got Rey Mysterio. I was like, No no no, I don't want Rey Mysterio. So I ended up getting El Santo and La Parca and I was excited. I wanted the juice and thunder liger, but up close it didn't look Yeah. As well, you know, as why I, didn't you bring them in? Uh I was going to, but I for, I left my house. He left them on the boat. You could you can start making that your gimmick here as long as we take pictures of guests. You wear one of your lucha mask. No, they're Maybe real. They're you real should wear it. Warm in there. Um, then then I would be able to wear my sweet sweat. beanie. You can wear your beanie over the hat. <laughs> it's a, not a hat. It's a mask. I saw my mom sent me a meme. I forgot to show you. She asked me if I showed you. A lady had her hood on, and then she had her like her wig on over her hood. <laughs> and I was Weird. like, "Well, no, because he's saying you know he couldn't wear his." Yeah. Oh, anyway, okay. so. Uh, speaking of that, a uh, good friend of the show, Mysterious Movado, is now selling uh, Mysterious Movado masks oh, at cool. the shows. It, it was I'm a little awkward to... during the interview whenever they would talk about about him. <laughs> you just got to know that they're going to, you know, not everybody that we're friends with is friends with other people that we, you know, interact with. It's it's okay. I'm going to have to buy a Movado mask just to add it to my new mask collection that apparently yeah. I have now. <laughs> you going to start buying some of those um, mannequin heads to put them on so you can I got a them. couple at home already. Don't ask why. <laughs> I think it's like no big deal. I got a couple at home already. He well, was, I, got, I collect kiss masks. Come on. <laughs> I, have, so, I have mannequin heads. Oh, he was so uh, excited about the, the Movado masks that I, like, I kind of feel like even if I didn't want one, I'd probably buy one just to support him. 
Oh, I'm, I'm, oh yeah, I'm, no, I feel like we'd wear them. They, were, they were, wear it on the show. They were nice masks. Like, yeah, they, they were. Nice. They were like not. We pick one. Yeah, up they were the not. They were not. Because mine are like cloth. I, I wanted legit ones, but I mean, yeah. I. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of Mexico, I didn't ever think I'd be able to say this, but our president <laughs> is a member of the WWE Hall of Fame. My my favorite. Uh, Take that segue how you want it. <laughs> my, my favorite meme I've seen is Stone Cold Steve Austin, the only person who could say that he's given a stunner to the president. <laughs> I'm just waiting for Vince McMahon to make professional wrestling. I mean, Donald Trump to make professional wrestling the official sport of the United States. And Vince will be right there next Do, to him going. So not to not to get into like what how we feel about the election or anything, but do we think they're gonna they're obviously they gotta acknowledge it on Raw. Oh, you know you know Vince will, yeah. <laughs> Mike's Mike, away from the Mike's mic. Mike's far away from the mic because he could be like still. We're not chair. expressing any opinions. Mike. His arms in the no, air. no, not being political whatsoever. The WB has a huge history with Donald Trump. They do. He helped make WrestleMania for several years. The yes. WrestleMania was held at the Trump. <laughs> I don't hotels. think that means he made it though. They made money off. But of no, it. but no, he like like. I'm pretty sure when you watch some of those documentaries about WrestleMania, it was Trump kind of like. Like, I think Trump kind of cut them some deals for them to do WrestleMania. You know what I mean? I want to bring back Pee Wee. That's who I want to bring back. <laughs> I showed her that episode where Pee Wee guest hosted Raw. Uh, they had the secret yeah, word and everything. Yeah. <laughs> that was I awesome. Kind of, dun, dun, dun. I kind of. Did he do that? Yeah, yeah. him and Big Show did it. No. I kind of missed. <laughs> You've never seen that? Uh, no, I didn't. Post on your wall later. I kind of miss some of the guest house days. Like some of those guest hosts were terrible. Well, that some was the thing. We've had this conversation a couple times. Yeah. But, yeah. but like Seth Green was great. Pee Wee was great. Seth Green wasn't that good. You just like Seth Green. He took a bump in the ring. It doesn't matter. Take a bump in the ring. Donald Trump was a guest host. Well, I mean, he took a stutter bump. Yeah, took a stutter bump. And he shaved before he head to the mat. I need. I'm gonna go home and watch the network to watch that bump. That so the, the there's, there's so many there's so many uh, gifts of it right now you can find. Mm. Cool. Remember the uh, episode of Raw that had no commercials because it was sponsored by Trump. He yeah. bought all the commercial yeah. time. Really? Yeah. That. I'm, when did you start watching again? Because that wasn't that long ago. I started like right you after Punk won the Money in the just, Bank. Just okay. You just missed. That was it my then. first match back. Was the Punk with Wow uh, Money in the Bank Punk. Corey. What? I'm just saying we have to. It's only 4:54. I have another minute to talk before I start wrapping it up. Just kidding. No, we're supposed to be completely <laughs> shut uh, off. We're gonna talk for another minute. And you yeah. guys have to I, listen that's to our it. Show I wouldn't care so week. much, but there's another show. That's, that's our on. show this week. This has been Top Rope Review. Facebook.com/slash Top Rope Review. Twitter and Instagram at Top Rope Review, and check all of our stuff on topropereview.com. If you missed any, oh, and big thanks to Johnny Delicious Andre Jacobs for coming on the show today. Big thanks to Scarlett Graves for keeping us well dressed and um, fine down beer company for hydrated. keeping us well <laughs> hydrated. Yeah. And um, yeah, well, Scarlett Graves has drinks now. You didn't know? No, they don't. I'm just kidding. And um, if you ever miss a live episode, you can catch us on SoundCloud or iTunes a couple days after the broadcast. You know what else you can find on SoundCloud and iTunes? Former critics debut EP Sleeper. Don't care. So go and check it out. You can find Do me it. on Instagram at Willow's Pizza. And it's finally we will out. See you guys at the Ritz. See you guys later.